Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I'd like to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. As part of our summit series, I am conducting an interview today with a really special guest. She's also a featured speaker on the summit and those dates are January 14th, 16th, 2022. She's a good friend and colleague of mine and I have the deepest respect for her and what she's doing. Dr. Monisha Benot, she's a quintrope Quintuple, Quintuple board certified physician. She has a new book coming out, which I'm really excited about. It's called The Anatomy of Wellbeing. I'm going to ask her about that. She's also an expert in the area of integrative medicine and, and anatomic and clinical pathology. And the topic that she's going to be speaking about at the summit is culinary medicine. She is so well versed because she's done additional trainings and certifications in mindfulness-based stress reduction, plant-based nutrition, Ayurveda, yoga for cancer recovery, yoga medicine, um, and she takes a whole body approach. It's something that we uh, have in common. She's also a consultant and writes for Healthline. She's the medical expert, and she's also doing something called holistic holistic well-being collective so i want to ask her about that also so dr benoit it's so great to have you back on the program um i would love for you to begin by giving us an overview in kind of your philosophy how you work with people your teaching i know you're a complimentary you offer a lot of comp- complimentary medical advice to people So I would like to introduce you to my audience. Tell us a little more about your philosophy. Yeah, thank you so much, Sam, for having me back on your podcast. And I'm looking forward to uh, the conference we're having in the new year. Um, So the way I work with individuals is, um, you know, from definitely from a whole body perspective, but more so from a combination of lifestyle and really taking a look at how we can make our daily habits um, sustainable and optimize them. So um, really taking in how the body works, how we can optimize how the body is going to work um, and doing that from, you know, whether that's a sleep perspective, a culinary medicine perspective, a movement perspective, or maybe even emotionally, like really taking that whole body approach, because when there's a block somewhere, you know, we're not going to get to the best level that we are able to get to. And also considering everybody is individual, right? So you want to take your unique chemistry, your unique body into um, account. Yeah, I I love that. it, It isn't a cookbook approach. And you really, you know, take an individualized perspective 
but it's also very integrating. And uh, how did this uh, Healthline uh, position come up? Tell us about it. How can people find you on this? Because you you write a lot and, oh my goodness, you just offer such great info. I love it. I, I look at your Instagram every day. So tell me about Healthline. Yeah, so thank you for asking. Um, so I became um, part of um, Healthline Medical Network in the past year and Part of me um, joining with them is because they are the biggest um, source of medical information available on the mm -hmm. internet. And what mm -hmm. I like about them is that all their articles are being reviewed by medical experts in the field and they, and they take this feedback seriously. So working with them, um, you know, I have been able to um, help the writers um, who are writing the articles modify the information. So we're able to really share evidence-based information, but also start incorporating more of this uh, complementary health, which is what I feel is part of the future. You know, we can't just say that there's conventional and complementary. This is an entirely whole body approach. And we have to take yes. every aspect of what's available because for one individual, one thing might work and for another one, something else will work. And, and that's really what I've seen. And the beauty is that um, Healthline, um, you know, they're really um, uh, focused on um, different generations too. So they have a, their own sub publication, which is called the greatest, which talks to the language of, you know, a, a little bit younger generation, but we know health is across all ages. Um, they have medical news today, which um, really gets into more of the nitty gritty science. So for more of the, the science heavy people, mm -hmm. and then Healthline is the more conventional, trying to um, understand health conditions. And of course, they have psych, um, I believe it's psych news today or psychology today, which is the psychology aspect of it. So, so many great things happening yeah. there. And they have such a vast network and to have somebody like you on it, uh, because I've, I've, you know, read some of their bylines and articles for years, and I've been a little frustrated that they aren't, you know, um, presenting the complementary medical holistic whole body and that's where you come in and you are able to put in science around it which is really supportive yeah. and so uh for yeah, no, folks my, we'll, 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 yeah, i'll tell ahead. you my latest two articles with them um one just came out i think yesterday or day before is on um the pitta dosha of ayurveda um, another oh, one it. that came out maybe a couple weeks back is about traditional Chinese medicine. So really looking at them per, from a perspective of the medical reviewer has to understand from their own experience what these things are to make sure that the information that the writer is putting out is accurate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, th this brings up something about Ayurveda. So I've had a number of patients diagnosed with wet macular degeneration and they get the monthly injections and there's a abnormal blood vessel growth in the retina. And one of the things that I've recommended with both of these people is to go work with an Ayurvedic physician and balance their doshas. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, once they have, well, you would get this, their wet macular degeneration started to, started to, re, you know, um, um, go away. And it was so exciting for me to see the power of Ayurvedic medicine in the, um, um, 
in the use of Ayurvedic medicine and the doshas. So I, um, I'm a firm believer in Ayurveda and I know you use that a lot. I also know you use yoga and um, I want to move to culinary medicine for a minute because you're going to be speaking about that at the summit. Um, and just give us a sneak preview, on uh, a glimpse into, you know, what you're going to be talking about and how you use culinary medicine in your practice. Yeah, no, great question. So culinary medicine. So let's start first start with what are a few definitions around culinary medicine, because this is really it's new terminology. So people might not be familiar with it. Um, one definition that has been provided is that culinary medicine is the new evidence-based field in medicine that blends the mm. art of food and cooking with the science of medicine, right? Um, it's taking into account um, improving eating behaviors. It's focusing on skills such as food shopping, storage, meal prep, um, what it's not is it's not dietetics. It's not like a single eating pattern, but it's really taking into, um, of course, evidence-based, but what's the biochemistry of nutrients? What are some healthy cooking techniques? What is high quality food? How can different cultures incorporate this? How can different socioeconomic classes that are predisposed to conditions incorporate this? So really looking at food as you know, what has been previously said, food is medicine, really taking mm -hmm. that to heart. Yeah, and there's so many factors that you bring into it, you know, how to shop, how to cook, uh, you know, what are the foods you choose? So it's very integrative and holistic in a way that, you know, it's not about a diet or, you know, eat this food or, you know, we see this on the internet, we've actually talked about it. And so I'm, I'm very um, interested, and I know my community is, on your perspective on how to help people through this particular specialty. Because I think I've heard you say food is medicine and that um, you're a guide in being able to help us do all these different facets of the, um, you know, of the culinary medicine perspective. Uh, so where did you learn this? How did this evolve in your development? Yeah, so there is a, um, a number of training facilities across the U.S. that does this um, training program. Um, I trained from um, a company called, um, called, let's see, it's a CCMS, but it's based out of Tulane where culinary medicine started. But now we're seeing mm -hmm. culinary medicine kitchens in so many universities because you know, when 95% of health happens outside of the doctor's office, a lot of stuff is happening at home, right? So we need to be able to share with individuals. Individuals are going to eat every day, regardless, right? We're going to eat, we need food, but really taking that into nourishment and understanding that what you put in your body impacts not only your body, it impacts your cells. It impacts how your cells communicate with each other. It Im impacts how everything's talking to each other. Um, and I have seen tremendous changes when people change even small bits of what they're used to eating um, because they didn't even realize right. that the starting point is, yes, your diet does affect so many things in your body, um, but mm -hmm. the impact that just even small changes can make. Sure. Yeah, it's so exciting. And um, 
I'm, I'm so glad to have you part of the summit. So for people just tuning in, this is Dr. Monisha Benot. She is a quintuple, uh, quintuple board certified physician. She's an author. She's got a new book out called the coming out called the anatomy of well-being. Uh, she's going to be giving a presentation at our summit called on culinary medicine. So I want to shift gears now and I want to move to something that you're doing called the holistic well-being collective. So tell us about that. Yeah, so the Holistic Wellbeing Collective is my uh, private membership community for wellness business owners. It is a combined community for not just learning um, the business of wellness, but also keeping up to date with the latest science. And um, because to me, it's very important for the correct information to be out there, not, you know, fad diets and quick fixes, but really sustainable mm -hmm. long uh, long-term health. And like I said, we have so many people that can contribute to that. It doesn't need to be restricted to healthcare systems and doctors. Um, you know, we've got health coaches, we have people creating health products out there. We have uh, physical specialists like yoga and Pilates teachers. So, so many people who want to really contribute to the health and well-being of individuals. So I've created this community where we get together and we learn how to put our service and offerings out there in a way that mm -hmm. not only aligns with our own um, goals, but aligns with really making a shift in the community and making a shift in the world with wellness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when do you offer this? When is it going yeah. to open up again? Yeah, so um, it's an ongoing membership and I open it up three times a year. So the next opening will be at the end of January. Okay, and how can people do that? How do they get in touch with you? Yep, so they can um, go to uh, the website, holisticwellbeingcollective.com um, and sign up for the wait list there. They can also contact me via social media. Um, I am at Dr. Benoit on um, Instagram. Um, and um, let me know that they're interested and I'll make sure to get the information over to them. So um, they'll get notified as soon as, they, as soon as it opens up because um, my members are making great progress, not only with the concept of what is their offering, but getting their own clarity and getting clear on, mm. on what they wanna do and like what their purpose is in wellness. Like, you know, they've gotten all these mm. certifications and, and everyone's mm -hmm. so highly trained, but it's very, yeah. very easy to get stuck in. Let me get another certificate. Let me get this. But then yes. actually to cross that threshold yes. to put that offer out. Um, and yeah. um, so that's where the community and the membership really comes to support. Cool. So we'll definitely put that on our podcast notes. I want to ask you one more question, and that has to do with yoga. I know that you've done a lot of training in yoga. And how do you apply it to your practice, to your your patients, your uh, students? Yeah, so I got into yoga really at first to help myself. Like my practice brought me into yoga to help myself. And then when I started feeling the benefits of it on my own mind and my own body and um, I'm like, there's something to this. There's really something to this. And, you know, 
I was like, let me investigate a little bit more. And I looked at a number of programs to learn and be trained from. And I came across yoga medicine, which is um, where I have um, completed my 500 hour yoga teacher training certification from. And what I liked Mm -hmm. about their training is they really blend the science of how the body moves and the anatomical and alignment perspective and even incorporating some traditional Chinese medicine into the the body aspect with the yoga aspect. Um, So I got into it there. And now uh, for me, it's become more of a personal practice. So how I incorporate Mm -hmm. it into my own life. But for Mm -hmm. my clients, you know, understanding that everybody comes from a different place and um, what's going to benefit them more at that time, because when people are dealing with health and disease, you know, you can't just tell somebody, go meditate. It, it doesn't work that way. That creates more anxiety and more frustration. So you have to really understand what brings them joy and how can you bring these small practices, whether it's, a, you know, a breathing practice or something into their daily life to start making them more self-aware. Right. Yeah, that's the key, self-awareness. And um, you seem to be able to turn that on for people, whether it's through uh, the culinary medicine track, through yoga, through mindfulness, through Ayurveda. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it's pretty amazing that you have brought all these things together. And um, so how can people get in touch with you, your website, uh, Instagram, say it one more time. Yep. So uh, um, my website for um, health and wellness information is drbenote.com. My uh, Instagram handle is at drbenote. On Facebook, I am drbenote. And then for wellness business owners, um, uh, definitely reach out to me at holisticwellbeingcollective.com. Well, we're really looking forward to having you at the summit and uh, uh, thank you so much for your time today. I wish you the best and I look forward to our collaborations in 2022. So take good care. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.